0: On this weekend's Talking Smack, Paul Heyman accepted Rey Mysterio's challenge on behalf of Roman Reigns. This will be a Universal Championship match inside Hell in a Cell. Roman Reigns has been so incredibly dominant since his return last year, there's so much talk about people returning to WWE. Will they come back to fight Roman? Who could possibly take down Roman Reigns? I'm Ryan Joy and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling from around the world. On today's show, we're talking about the head of the table, Roman Reigns. He has leveled up. Where does WWE go from here? We also have headlines from the weekend. John DeConi is in the house. And this is the Daily Wrestling News show for June 14, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. And John DeConi, welcome to the Daily Wrestling News show powered by the East Observer. I acknowledge you. (laughs) So our lead story today amongst having a weekend of Against All Odds and in your house and everything, the lead story for the Daily Wrestling News Show today is Roman Reigns, who just accepted over the weekend the challenge of Rey Mysterio. So Mysterio will face Roman Reigns inside Hell in a Cell for the Universal Championship, defending his family's honor on father's day
1: very nice yeah the rivalry we didn't know we wanted and still don't
0: it's that thing that we've been talking about for a while roman reigns is so dominant in this position and since he's made his return he has really doubled down and the character was so good and the storyline is so great and there's just nobody that's really ready for him nobody in that roster that we think could beat him so even the greatest luchador of our lifetime. Stepping into the ring with Roman Reigns. We don't think that Rey Mysterio is going to win this match.
1: No, and, and the fact that they're doing it inside Hell in a Cell is just an... Okay, it's Roman. It's the name of the show. So yes, Roman's going to be in it. But Ray, as we talked pre-show, has spent a good portion of this latter part of his career. A first ballot Hall of Fame career, as it may be. He spent a lot of time injured. Sure. Putting him inside hell in a cell with this, not that Roman is in any way sloppy, but putting him in there with a monster already crazy enough. Now you're putting them inside hell in a cell. Jeez. This is a weird decision.
0: We have one more SmackDown before hell in a cell, right? This Friday is the go home show. Is there anything that they could do on this show coming up that would even the playing field and make you believe that Ray had a shot.
1: They could give it a little bit of juice with your excellent idea. I'll I'll give you the floor to put it out there. But other than that, no, nothing's going to make me think Ray has a shot, but what you had brought up in pre-production would make it at least a little more interesting. So the floor is yours, sir.
0: Yeah. I mentioned to John before the show that Ray needs a squad. You need to give us a reason to believe that Ray could potentially take down Roman when you've got the Usos behind him and you've got him just being so dominant, maybe bring up Legato Del Fantasma. They just came off a loss at TakeOver. They're not doing anything anymore. Bring them up. We have a big Lucha squad. Bring over the Lucha house party, whatever, and have them all attack Roman Reigns at the top of the ramp this Friday and send us home with that. Maybe even do a little injury angle so that there's a weak body part or something so that we have a storyline going in. These are my thoughts, my thinking. It's an awful lot of moving parts to just assemble real quickly for this angle. But considering the speed with which they've thrown this together to begin with, why the hell not? (laughs) True, true. This did come together very fast. All of a sudden we're going from we have nobody for Roman to we have a hell in the cell angle for Roman. (laughs) But... This goes back to the larger issue, and we brought it up a couple times in the first five minutes of the show. There's really nobody ready for Roman Reigns. And so, who could possibly ever take Roman down? And I think there's tons of rumors going on right now of people that are potentially coming back. Brock Lesnar added to the active roster, talks about John Cena for SummerSlam, talks about The Rock for Survivor Series. All this stuff is out there, rumors flying everywhere. John, Anybody else I'm thinking, you can think of that may possibly come back? And are all these guys going to come back to fight Roman Reigns?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have the idea of Rock possibly coming back. That was the storyline that they were thinking of before COVID and whatnot. That was supposed to lead to a WrestleMania uh, where Rock would take the belt and then defend it because the people who really wanted to see this were the Saudis. And there was even talk of a $20 million one-day paycheck for Rock to then go to Saudi Arabia, defend the belt, wow. et cetera, et cetera. Brock, that storyline writes itself. Paul Heyman on a pole match. Yeah, and then you've, of course, got the Super Cena that you can plug in anytime you need in case of emergency break glass. That's that's going to put asses in the seats. But then the other side of it is, do you want to use this whole Roman Reigns ultra-dominant storyline to make someone? Yes. Okay. Now you're talking about a really thin list. Mm -hmm. Big E is someone that you could at least potentially, he's such a powerhouse. He's not necessarily known for very serious storylines. If this whole idea, this whole back and forth with him at Apollo, helps him shake off the goofiness to his character for the last seven years or whatever. Then you could see him maybe making that move up to Roman's level. And then, of course, you have the one person who there would be no issue in believing could at least go toe-to-toe because we've seen him go toe-to-toe with big, powerful men. He had a fantastic series of matches for being called up to the main roster. Take him off the milk carton and bring back Keith Lee.
0: There you go. There's some good names. And now you're talking about guys that might ultimately beat Roman and become made men. So that's true. Those are good names. But we had a Cesaro match earlier this year, and everybody loves Cesaro. Everybody wants to see Cesaro get that shot. But when it's Roman Reigns as champion, Cesaro was not going to win. Not yet. They would have had to book him solid for a year the way they had booked him leading up to WrestleMania in order for us to believe he had a shot. So I like that idea of Big E. I like that idea of Keith Lee. Now, the other thing they could do at some point down the road, if this title between Lashley and McIntyre gets resolved, they can switch up the brands a little bit. And one of those guys can go over. They can have a four or five match program with Roman Reigns that they can do for days. The other person we haven't mentioned in a returning capacity is the match that they wanted to do for WrestleMania 35. Goldberg's going to do a few matches a year, and it might as well be one to take an L to Roman.
1: That would be great to be his last match. Sure. He he comes in, he says, you stole my spear. And as he has said in the past in social media and whatnot, you don't even do it that well. I'll show you how it's done. And then at the end of the night, Roman puts that to sleep for good.
0: Now, all of these people that we're talking about making returns, Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg, John Cena, The Rock being an exception, those are all people that everybody wants to see Bobby Lashley wrestle too. So on one hand, it's we need opponents for Roman. On the other hand, it's we also need opponents for Lashley. They might split them up and do a different thing. But I, th- I think that SmackDown roster, like you mentioned, very thin. They're probably going to need to make use of these guys. while we built somebody else up to take them down. Yeah. And I do think it w- your idea of they need to make somebody when they take Roman down is a better alternative than bringing The Rock back have the rock be the guy that takes him down True. unfortunately for the rock he's probably going to come in and play the the role of the loser but it'll yeah. be a huge payday for everybody
1: oh absolutely yeah and i think that's just that's just too enticing for vince not to do it even if it winds up bumping somebody else who could really be made in that spot
0: so. yeah yeah very possible Any idea when this thing might happen? When does Roman drop the belt? When do we end a pay-per-view with somebody besides Roman Reigns standing tall? Yeah,
1: the way they're booking him right now, you could throw Shinsuke Nakamura at him. That would be just like Cesaro. People would be moderately excited for it. He's not going to win. I don't know that they have enough people to stretch this out, but geez, I almost can't see him losing unless it's royal rumble or even mania like i I don't even necessarily see it happening at survivor series even if they decide not to go to brand warfare and make it him versus bobby or whoever's holding that title at the time so i see it six months down the line at this point
0: then in july though we have money in the bank so that's always your wild card right if one of these guys that we're talking about wins money in the bank it gives them a little bit more of an advantage
1: Yeah, yeah, that puts that in the back of your mind that every time there's a pay-per-view or a big night in any sense, that's always looming.
0: Right, because Roman could then lose the belt and be protected. And then you could have the Universal Championship match, whatever it is, on the same card as The Rock versus Roman Reigns for the head of the table. Sure. That match does not need a championship belt Oh, (laughs) If (laughs) if they were to do that, so... In any event, I think this Roman Reign stuff is very interesting. The news of the day is that Rey Mysterio versus Roman is official for Hell in the Cell. It's our fourth match on that card, by the way. We only have the top women's belts and the top men's belts in each brand at stake at Hell in the Cell so far. And I think they're only going to add one match more. I think Hell in the Cell is going to be a five match card. Makes That's sense. the way it was last year, although they had three cell matches. True. Okay, that's our main story. Roman Reigns, where do we go from here? What does WWE do? We have a bunch more to talk about, a lot of headlines to get into. Stick with us. I'll be right back. The Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to bodyslamclothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports. The show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John McCani, and Gary Mahefi. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here our analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And Pro Wrestling Pickem—it's a place where you can join or host a Pickem league to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPickem.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade Newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me, for you, for free. Sign up now at bodyslambrigade.com. And of course, this show, The Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is The Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Headlines. (laughs) All right. I want to talk about Mark Henry who made headlines a couple of weeks ago now with his big jump to AEW. He and Tony Khan were both on busted open as Mark often is, but Tony Khan joined him and they both confirmed that those words spoken by Mark about him having a lot left in the tank were not unfounded. They plan on having Mark Henry in a wrestling match. At least one Tony Khan said, it doesn't have to be one. So we're going to get some Mark Henry, John. Interesting.
1: Yeah, that'll be uh, very interesting. In my head, I'm wondering, who do you put him up against? Do you put him up against a big monster like Lance Archer, or do you put him up against one of his old pals from WWE like Christian? But yeah, it'd be great to see him back in the ring, even if whether it's a one-off or we get a little series of matches. Love the yeah. World's Strongest Man.
0: They haven't really used the big show, and they haven't used Mark Henry yet. They brought Sting back. They've used Sting, and we've seen how that has gone we don't really know if they're going to use Mark Henry and the big show to put over talent or to squash talent. We, we don't know how that's going to go yet. So. Yeah.
1: But we seem to, or at least I do. I seem to trust them because other than a couple of production bumps, they've made all the right decisions so far.
0: Yeah. And I like the cinematic style too. I, I hope they don't shy away from that stuff with these really big, legends that's an easy way for them to do something with them that might be lower impact absolutely
1: so. yeah yeah we, we did uh, wonders for sting in that first match so much so that he felt confident enough to then go live and put on a heck of a performance
0: and people loved that match that tag match with him and darby against page and sky absolutely so. okay speaking of really big guys Braun Strowman hit the news again last week. There was a report from PW Insider and others, actually, that Braun was asking for five figures from independent bookings. Now, Braun went to Twitter and said, I haven't talked to anybody, so I don't know where you're getting that information. PW Insider said, I'll tell you where we got that information. And they had multiple promoters that talked to Braun's agent, and the agent did... Request $20,000 to $25,000 for a three-hour appearance from Braun Strowman, first-class airfare, two nights of hotel, and all meals and ground. So they were very specific with what the demands were there. When you get that specific, it feels like it's a real thing. Yeah, now, Braun might be correct. Him, He himself did not <laughs> probably talk to these promoters, but his representation did.
1: Sure. Yeah. You got to love that plausible deniability, right? Like I haven't spoken to anyone, my dude over here.
0: uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now speaking of Braun Strowman and speaking of Mark Henry, Mark Henry went on to uh, a TMZ show and he said, there is interest on both sides, AEW and Braun on a potential deal when Braun becomes available. Now there's no news here. This is just Mark saying there has been a discussion and people are interested. It could be Braun just trying to leverage a little bit of news to get a deal with WWE back, or it could be that there's something there. So we just have to pay attention to this and see what happens.
1: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Is, is it Braun taking a step back from his promise that he'll never work for anyone but Vince? Or, like you said, and probably more likely, is it he's in discussions again with Vince, and maybe if Vince thinks he could go over to Tony Khan's brand. Now, instead of getting his contract that they just ripped up cut in half when he comes back, maybe he gets a little closer to three quarters.
0: Or maybe even more. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? It's funny that the whole storyline going to WrestleMania was how stupid Braun Strowman is. Uh, he could probably do better than what he was doing at WWE. In all likelihood, yeah. And a guy of that size and that much presence and stuff... He could do Hollywood, too. They're always going to be looking for a monster like that. It doesn't even have to have a speaking role. Just big.
1: Yeah, yeah. He could always be somebody's bodyguard or thug or heavy.
0: As they used to say on WWE television, you can't teach that. So. The first half of Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 is over. It finished last week with the Dynamite Kid episode. It was a really informative episode, yes. uh, but they have a whole second half of the season coming in the fall, and there are some juicy items here. Some I don't know anything about, so I'll be learning here, but we have Johnny K-9, The Steroid Trial, Chris Canyon, FMW, XPW, Luna Vachon, and The Plane Ride for Him Hell. The Steroid Trial is the one that has my ears perking up the most. I, I'm very interested to see how that story is told
1: yeah that's one of those things that i I knew it happened i knew it was big news when it happened that was probably right in that moment where i had fallen out with WWF, and it was before i came back in but i don't know a lot of the particulars and they always the one thing that i can say about dark side of the ring that i can't so much say about dark side of football god love them they put on another show they're doing a good job with it but As a big wrestling fan and a big football fan, every dark side of the ring, I find out something I did not know. Even if I thought I knew just about everything about a particular situation, they've always got some insight I've never heard before. Dark side of football at the moment right now, not to, you know, crap on them, but they're not breaking any ground. If you're even a moderate fan, so far, there's been nothing that you've gone i didn't know that no but dark side of the ring there's always something something juicy in there
0: they tend to take a different angle at the subject matter on dark side of the ring because the montreal screw job is one of their big episodes that they've had and god there's been so much stuff about that there's been books and there's been documentaries and everybody talks about this and it's a big section of any bret hart thing and every sean michaels thing but they took a different angle on it and they had the guy who did sound or something they had on the show. So a sound for the Hitman heart wrestling with shadows documentary. So they, they just had different angles to attack everything. They had the Owen Hart one where they had Martha Hart. Now she hasn't done media at all. Yeah. So that was a huge. different angle. So that's what you get with dark side of the ring. You get them approaching from a different angle at the subject matter so that you can get a different feel. Yeah. The ultimate warrior is another good example. And It's really easy to draw this contrast because WWE did one on Sunday and Dark Side of the Ring did one on Thursday, both on The Ultimate Warrior. The WWE version talked to the second wife, Dark Side of the Ring talked to the first wife. (laughs) Big contrast there. Yeah,
1: (laughs) they do a great job. I'm I'm really looking forward to some of the stories from the plane ride from hell because Once again, that's one of those ones that I just know a little bit about it. I know that it happened. I know it was a big story at the time, but I'll be very interested to see just how deep they dig into that and who they get to talk and what they get to say.
0: Okay. The next big news story is the forever champion Kaylee Ray has fallen. NXT UK a rare title change has occurred. Mako Satomura is the new NXT UK women's champion, and she's the Really, the only new champion that we had from Thursday to Sunday, even though we had two, two pay per views million dollar championship excluded, of course, that was a vacant title. Somebody was going to walk away with that, but Mako Saddamora, John.
1: Yeah, I, now I saw her match. Was it A for Valkyrie that she fought leading up to this?
0: Kaylee Ray or
1: Mako? Make-up? Uh, Make-up. Mako, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was fantastic. Now, I haven't seen the Kaylee Ray match yet. It's, it's on the list to check off this week, but I know both of them are fantastic, so I, I can't imagine what that match looks like. I'm looking forward to it very much.
0: Oftentimes, when you see a NXT loss like this, it tends to be somewhat of a promotion at the same time sometimes. Yeah. Kaylee Ray could go to the main roster, or she could come over and... Be somebody formidable for Raquel Gonzalez.
1: Yes, because there are she. She already went through the biggest one. Wo- Raquel Gonzalez already went through the biggest woman on that NXT roster in Mercedes. So yeah, bringing Kaylee Ray over, obviously bigger in name than in stature, but that would at least give her someone to tangle with.
0: Great match with Ember Moon last night, by the way, with Raquel Gonzalez. So Absolutely, Ember yeah. Moon really showed up for that. So. Hundred percent. On the subject of women's wrestling, there was a bit of a firestorm last week between comments firing, not really back and forth. It was more like one-sided stuff. The NWA made their big announcement, as we talked about on the show last week. There's going to be a women's-only pay-per-view. And that pay-per-view got brought up in the Triple H media call before TakeOver. So Triple H had some comments. They were bold. I guess he said equality is equality. It's not I want my own show. If he did an all-men's show, he'd be criticized. But he then said, if you want to wrestle the best women in the world, come to WWE. That's where they are. And a lot of responses from that. Thunder Rosa had something to say about that. Dustin Rhodes had something to say about that. I wrote about this, actually, in my Body Slam Brigade newsletter this week, about all the different things that are happening in other promotions outside of WWE. But when it comes down to it, you do have to give Triple H some credit here. The women's division is incredible.
1: Yes, there are some absolute stars outside of the WWE, but look at what he's done with that NXT women's division. I'd rather watch any combination of that women's division than I would even their own main roster. Yeah. it, It is just fantastic what he's doing down there. He seemed a little testy about being put on the spot about the whole thing, but he's certainly doing good things with the female talent he has, so leave him alone for
0: now (laughs) yeah and he actually said that you can go someplace else and you can say it's the best women's division and that's an opinion just like it is his anybody that's competitive is going to have that opinion so i I don't really fault him for this but it is important to note that there's a whole lot of stuff going on and it's a great time in wrestling stardom had their first ever show this past weekend with english commentary from japan Thunder rosa had a all-women's show from mission pro the nwa announcement and kaylee ray versus mako Main-evented NXT UK. So lots of good women's wrestling if you want it. Absolutely. We had some announcements coming out of Dynamite Impact NXT in your house. One of them being that Great American Bash is going to be a themed episode of NXT on July 6th. Now, I have no idea who they're going to put up against Karen Cross or Raquel Gonzalez. Both of these people seem to have no challengers at this point.
1: Yeah, he just had Karrion Cross rip through every credible threat he has in the roster there. So, yeah, you know, which again, odd choice, excellent payoff, but odd
0: choice. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be the Patriot Del Wilkes or it'll be Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Somebody that's going to wave the old USA flag on the Great American Bash. <laughs> Sign me up, <laughs> AW. Not to be outdone, they actually did it first, but they announced the themed episodes of Dynamite. We're going to have Road Rager on July 7th, which Road Rager, I think that's kicking off their return to the road. Yeah. Fighter Fest July 14th and 21st, and Fight for the Fallen on July 28th. So the entire month of July is stacked with themed episodes of Dynamite. And we have one match already. It's QT versus Cody in a strap match on the first not one. That's Road Rager. South Beach Strap Match. There you go. And Sean Devari is back with WWE as a producer. Sean was let go earlier this year as part of the releases that happened during the pandemic. And he worked all over the place. He worked at Impact. He worked at MLW. He worked at United Wrestling Network. He was all over the place. So Sean is back with WWE as a producer now as of SmackDown this past week.
1: So Good for him, man. Yeah, absolutely. When you bring people back home, always a good thing.
0: He's in incredible condition. That's one thing. When I, when I saw him work in those shows, oh, my God, he is in incredible shape.
1: Yeah, when he showed up in Impact, which know' yeah, the only place I saw him, I, I heard his name. I remember hearing his name on a card for uh, MLW, but I, I definitely saw him in Impact, and, yeah, impeccable shape. Yep.
0: Now, some people that aren't, unfortunately, in very good shape, we have – Bill Eadie, who's better known as Demolition Axe, and Antonio Inoki are both struggling with health issues. So best wishes to them. Inoki had emergency surgery for an intestine issue. He's 78 years old, but a a true legend. And then uh, Bill Eadie has some heart-related issues. not sure exactly what the status is, but, of course, best wishes to them. Absolutely. Both of them. Biggest news coming out of Impacts Against All Odds, John, is that Sammy Callahan in storyline was fired from impact so this opens up a whole can of worms he was supposed to get the slam anniversary title match he had a bat that he was going to beat Kenny Omega's brains out with and now we don't know will tony khan step in and save callahan's career what's going to happen
1: <laughs> Yeah, supposedly the guy's blacklisted everywhere impact was the only place willing to employ the man so Now he's got a month to make himself a nuisance and somehow work himself back into that slam anniversary card.
0: Yeah, I'm just hoping that Tony Khan does the thing where, okay, I'm going to hire Sammy Callahan, and he's going to defend the AEW World Championship, or or Kenny's going to defend the AEW World Championship against Sammy, and Don, you can't do anything about that. And by the way, I worked with Scotty Demore. It's going to be on Slammiversary. And Scotty Demore has a challenger for Kenny Omega's Impact Championship. So we're going to load up Kenny on uh, on Slammiversary or something. The whole thing with Moose, though, Moose, I was really looking forward to the Moose match. I knew it was too early for the proper Moose match. And right. indeed, we did have interference from the Young Bucks to, to lead to the finish. At some point down the road, we have to have a cage match of some kind to really resolve this issue, right?
1: yeah absolutely yeah just a lot of weird decisions made this weekend in the in those two it it seemed like both of those pay-per-view specials whatever you want to call them almost didn't need to happen there were no title changes there was it was good performances but odd storyline decisions
0: yes absolutely and then finally william regal stepping down william regal said something's got to change but it was indicative of him maybe leaving or something like that. He's clearly frustrated with all the mayhem. And this comes after rumors about Samoa Joe coming back to NXT. And Dave Meltzer, after NXT went off the air, did say that he had spoken with people at the Performance Center, and he has confirmed that Samoa Joe is actually returning to NXT. I haven't seen any double confirmation on that. Dave is probably not wrong at this, because he wouldn't make a statement like that without having some details, but I haven't seen it reported anywhere else, so I'm holding back on that. But Dave did say he heard it was going to be in a Regal-like position, and all of a sudden, William Regal's talking about leaving.
1: Yeah, it writes itself at that point.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm So we have some stuff going on. With Raw tonight, we have Eva Marie making her return. We have the New Day versus RK Bro, and we have a very big singles match that's low key not advertised much Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Why didn't they save this one, John?
1: It makes no sense. This is something, this is a pay per view main event, and one guy's in the world title picture right now, the other guy is a tag champ. So it'll be interesting to see just how they bump into each other backstage that sets it up or what have you. But still, this is something that should be held for somewhere down the line unless we're going to get some kind of very quick schmoz ending and this is just planting the seed for somewhere down the line.
0: There goes Monday Night Raw ripping off SmackDown, as El Carl would say, with your WWE Championship picture guy, Challenger, facing off against a tag team champion. There you go. (laughs) AW Dark Elevation is also on tonight with a whole bunch of matches. It looks like we're back to the hour-and-a-half format for the show at least. It looks like there's nine or ten. But two things I wanted to just bring up. If you're a fan of Maryland Championship Wrestling like I was when I used to live in Maryland, Joe Keyes is going to make his debut, and he is a long-standing member of the Maryland Championship wrestling roster and he was also been on ring of honor a bunch excited to see joe on dark elevation and for travis's benefit i thought i'd bring up that kevin blackwood a man from that part of new york the western part of new york is going to be on the show as well
1: they do a great job with uh, bringing in just about giving everybody some exposure
0: i really do like that aspect and i yeah. think it's obviously it's going to change some when they go back out on the road and they start touring because they're not going to put all these people up in hotels and stuff. But man, it's so nice to see all these talent actually getting a, getting an opportunity to work. So Absolutely. John, anything else happening in the world of wrestling that we didn't bring up today?
1: I can't imagine where else we would even go. I think we've, we've covered it all.
0: Yes. I dug up all the rocks. I looked under every stone. We sorted through all the bullshit and, and that's that Roman reigns. Who's going to be? Who's it going to be, John? One last chance. Who's going to beat Roman Reigns?
1: I'm still holding out for that Paul Heyman on a pole match.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Paul Heyman on a pole. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns coming soon. There you go. Okay, with that said, for John, I'm Ryan. We'll see you next time.